Hey guys, Pythagoras here. Thanks for tuning into another Dominion Finance AMA. We're excited to start getting all of these published into podcasts to make it easier for you guys to listen in and to track the news of Dominion. Tonight, we jumped into the node and passive income space of crypto. We touched on this morning's news of some of the rugs with some of those more well-known, bigger projects and how events like these kind of affect the entirety of the node space and the direction it's heading. We pulled a few of you guys up to talk about what we're doing to move away from all of that. We talked about the development of our brand new landing page, as well as what we feel is the best RWA investment for Dominium to move toward um, in order to support the long-term sustainability of, and ethos of the project. But as always, guys, our DMs are open and we love hearing from you. So here's the first episode of Bridging the Gap with Dominium. Hope you guys enjoy. But what I think would be nice here, since we have a little bit of an audience, is um, tell us a little about how you found Dominium, you know, why you decided to be a part of the team and what, what's your experience been as you've been moderating over the last few weeks? So I, de I decided to join Dominium or apply, you know, when I did about a month back or so, because it's just like super unique. Like I've been in the node community since like maybe like December, I started looking around maybe more in November, I was looking at strong and then you know, getting more into the community, uh, seeing how all the tokenomics works on different projects. And, um, I, you know, as everyone saw in the node community, things kind of collapsed, you know, uh, strong and Thor VPND, you name it, all the nodes started collapsing. So what I started doing is I started looking around for projects that are really going for innovation and that are really trying to really promote sustainability not just a one month pump and dump to you know go up really high like thor went to 250 i have nothing against thor i love thor and i hope they succeed but that's just what's been happening in the space so when i was looking at dominium i just saw unique tokenomics i saw a team that's really um trying to protect late investors because we were seeing a lot of late investors getting dumped on when these projects crash so that aspect really drew me to Dominium and I had no choice but to apply. I was like, I have to be a part of this. And, you know, you bring in the real world asset portion to that and, you know, diversifying into real estate and things like that and bringing uh, utility to your NFTs using that real estate as well. It's just so unique. And uh, that's really, you know, what really set my, my heart on fire for Dominium. I love to hear it. I love to hear your passion about it. Um, while you've got us, and we still have a little bit of time before we're going to dive into it. Um, what questions or concepts do you think um, we need to discuss today or we could discuss with you that would help you understand what we're doing better or what, maybe just what we're doing moving forward? Uh, with me personally or like what, what the community has been asking? I think that you personally and you know, your, your eyes on the community are gonna you're gonna be kind of at a good forefront of what a lot of people are thinking so whatever you're personally thinking or what you think the community's thinking yeah so um i think what the community is really interested in is getting like a time frame for you know connecting the real world assets to the treasury um, i'm seeing a lot of people interested um about that people like the real world uh you know utility that uh dominium is bringing so I think once uh, Dominium gets rolling with that, we're going to get more interest. And um, yeah, uh, I, I was also thinking of, uh, I think what the community can use as a whole, like we have our community here in the Discord, and then we have the overall node community and passive income crypto community. So I think um, what could really, what Dominium could really work on, and you know, I could help, I'm planning on actually helping with this. Um, I was, um, you know, messaging, um, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, at Orium. Um, That's about good. Yeah. It. I, wanted, I wanted to create a light paper or something that the community could really understand how Dominium works and the ma major utilities that Dominium has. I think that's one of the uh, issues we have right now in the community is that those who understand are here. 
those who understand what Dominium is about is already here, but we have a large portion of the crypto space right now that's afraid to jump in on projects associated with nodes or passive income because, like I said before, of the crash and burn we've seen. So I think what could really benefit uh, Dominium is to start working on kind of translating your tokenomics in terms that are under that are uh, easy to understand for the passive income crypto community and maybe people new to the crypto space because when we talk amongst people like us who already understand Dominium and crypto and how things work, we, we could use terms like ROI, return on investment. We could use terms like tokenomics. Uh, we could use terms, you know, like tuition fee and staking, but not everybody understands that. So I think, um, you know, one small thing that can be worked on, uh, I could definitely help with it if you need it, is maybe creating some sort of light paper and get it distributed into the larger community. Because I think, you know, for the most part, our Discord community already understands Dominium and those who don't, you know, ask questions in the chat. But as far as getting more eyes on the project, um, I think Dominium could really benefit from that, from uh, making things easy to understand and just a simple light paper that people see when when they open the light paper, it's going to say Dominium, you know, uh, backed by real world assets, you know, as number one. Number two, uh, you know, NFTs have major utility. Uh, number three, uh, you know, just making it really easy for everyone to understand what Dominium is and what Dominium, you know, is trying to do and why it can be that sustainable protocol that the community has been looking for overall. Yeah, I think you really hit the nail on the head there because, you know, Dominium fundamentally makes a lot more sense than any project. You know, we, we've sat, we sat, we've discussed these for hundreds of hours, how those tokenomics work, how the sustainability is going to work. Um, and I think that we kind of just drop those in a Medium article once we find the solution. And um, yeah, it's not communicated very well, like maybe really good researchers or people that take the time to be on an AMA know that it's there and those people are really passionate. But um, you're, you're exactly right. Communicating that to everyone is what we're working on. I think that your light paper is, is something that we could absolutely use and post around and distribute. Um, but I'm also going to have Pythagoras give you an update on our new landing page, which which kind of works as a light paper. It breaks down everything to be really simple and, and resourceful. Um, Pythagoras, what's our new landing page look like and um, where are we at with that? Yeah, thanks. So, um, yeah, we, we kind of felt the same way um, that a lot of our community members already knew what the project was, but people that were landing on our um, project didn't really have a quick way to get educated other than to like hop in a call, right? So um, for this this version of our landing page, we focused a lot more on um, giving a solid education on what our, our ethos is for the project, as well as how we intend to generate um, revenue through RWAs, um, educate what our NFTs are, what the values are behind them, what their uh, APRs are, um, and, and all of the stats on those as well as like just breaking down what each one represents, whether you've got a philosopher NFT that kind of is backed by all of Dominium's assets, or you've got an, a minor NFT that's coming out soon um, that's going to be backed up by, by specific mining. Um, and so we just, we've moved more toward an educative, an education base um, for, for the landing page. And we're actually really, really happy with how that's coming so far. Um, and as far as, as production goes right now, uh, we actually just finished up the skeleton of the entire web page. So uh, we're just doing some tweaks now. We're implementing a lot of our blogs into it, trying to get everything to be all centralized in one space. Um, but as far as development goes on, I mean, we're we're probably looking at, what day is it today? Tuesday. I would say by the end of the week, we've got a, a really close to, to marketable product. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. And we're getting everything moving quick. Great. Um, any other burning questions before we take you off, Achilles? Uh, no, that was the main one um, that I said I would bring up as far as, you know, community members asking about the treasury and the real world assets progress. Yeah, well, thanks. It's, it's, it's nice to chat a little bit more with you. We, we have seen you, your effort in the, in the chat and we appreciate you having you on. And uh, yeah, let's, let's chat in depth. Maybe after this call, we can chat about that light paper and what type of material that would have and how we can get that out. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, 
so happy to be part of the team. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you got it. Thanks, Achilles. Yep. Um, hearing from you. So we'll go ahead and get started. I'll um, give just a general overview of um, of yeah. what's going on in the space, and then we'll have Jim Jim Chavez talk. Okay. Hey. Um. So so what's been going on is a lot. Like we're working tirelessly, hours and hours every day. Like. I don't know. I can't. I know there's a lot of teams working hard out there, but we're definitely not being outworked. I can tell you that much. Um, what we're looking at is um, getting a better conversion, right? We got people coming to our landing page. We've been talked about by influencers. Like people know the name Dominium. Why are they not investing, right? Why are they not part of our community? And then our community, how do we get them more engaged, right? A lot of us that are here. You know, I have a different opinion. People hop in our Discord and people aren't chatting about their lunch. And they're like, man, this server's dead. Nothing's going on. For me, I'm like, if if you're a real company or if you're really building something, like, you don't need to just hang out and chat and then general chat. But um, I do understand the concept marketably. Like, if people come into our server, they want to see activity. So thank you guys for being here. Um, we do need more of all of our community kind of just talking and educating people on Twitter and on Discord and in any of our communities. We've we've opened up an Instagram and a Facebook like we said we would last AMA, and then um, we're actually we're flying out um, with whoever wants to come in like the core Freeman. We've we've invited Socrates and Logan Hart, our CTO, and it's actually a community member that we're going to go see. His name's um, BGOG and. Uh, He's got a big old facility that we're looking to mine out of. And uh, part of proof of trust <laughs> is we're working on it, right? So for us, we don't wanna ever make any transactions or do anything that we don't think is the most safe and every precaution was taken. So going out there and meeting and shaking people's hands, looking in their eyes, making sure they're not gonna pull an elephant money or an Atlas nodes on us, right? Um, but a little bit of an update with that, like we've we've got 300k to spend, right? And we want that to start working for the for the for the community, so we can have more sustainable passive income. But we also want to take our time. You know, we want to be methodical, well thought out. We keep looking at different ideas, like Airbnbs, commercial buildings, quads, businesses. And every time we kind of dive in and look at the numbers and see, well, you know, we're gonna have to get a loan for this amount and. You know, you can put a million and a half in real estate today, and it's only going to cash flow $3,000 a month, which isn't what we need, right? Um, and so we're, we're just doing a lot of research and making sure that our next move is the most effective for our goal. And our goal is to have a, an investment that's going to produce passive income for a long time, because that's what you guys all invested in, right? Is you wanted to have an NFT that's going to pay you passive income for a long time. Um, Mining is 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 catchy. It's kind of niche in the space. It's trendy. A lot of people are moving from noting to mining because it's an actual revenue stream. And there's a lot of mining that you can get 100% ROI with. And so we're, we're actually working on a, a whole new NFT launch. We, we talked about this in a medium last week, but basically our philosopher NFTs will not be sold after this month, right? April 30th, we will be stopping. We will no longer sell philosopher NFTs ever again. Those NFTs, I imagine there's going to be less than 2,000 of them, and they're going to be the unique Dominium citizenship. And they're also going to correlate with governance, right? So if you have a Zeno, a Homer, and a Herodotus, or if you have a Marcus Aurelius, or even pre to that, those NFTs are going to show how serious you are about um, being part of the governance of Dominium. And so those, like, we won't make decisions without consulting with those that own a Marcus Aurelius, or an Aristotle, or a Herodotus. And working on other mechanisms like how long you're holding and, and what your influence is in, in the Discord and that sort of stuff and, and other ways that we can talk to the community. Um, so those aren't going to be sold anymore. And then we're going to release new NFTs. What's really cool about this new collection is it's going to be limited. Okay, so it's going to be, you know, a thousand of the hundred dollar ones, 500 of the thousand um, dollar ones and only 50 of the ten thousand dollar ones. So it's limited. We're trying to raise a certain amount. Like for example, for the mining facility, we want two million dollars or whatever it is, right? That amount's going to be capped. Let's say it takes us a month to sell that. We were running a mining facility with two million dollars of miners, and then the next NFT drop is going to be our next asset. So the philosopher NFTs are going to have access to any of these baskets, right? They're the general Dominion basket. They take 10% off the top of the miners and the Airbnbs and the businesses that we're starting. While in the future, the NFTs that you're, are gonna have a lower APR and they're gonna be correlated only with your investment. So for example, if you buy a $100 mining NFT, 
it's going to be, hey, you're going to get for at least four years until the hardware goes bad, you're going to get 70% APR, right? Um, and then we're going to sell another product and it's going to be AWS drop shipping, or it's going to be, we're looking at this really cool kind of like Clima like um, business that is really, really profitable. It takes boxes and recycles them. It gets a lot of carbon credits and then it upsells those boxes for like a huge profit margin, like a 90% profit margin to places like Bed Bath and, and beyond and stuff like that. And the reason we're going the business route is because, like I said before, a million dollars in real estate isn't going to change the game. But if you gave us a million dollars and said, go start a business that's going to make passive income for the next 30 years, that's something that's doable. It's something that's feasible. And so we're relying heavily upon our connections and our relationships that we have in our in our individual businesses and what we're experts in and what we know is going to be successful for the community because we want to do everything we can and we want to be prepared for the worst case scenario right like let's say no one bought an nft ever again is dominium going to be sustainable will it still have value the answer is yes we're going to take this 300k and we're going to go make something that's going to pay all of our investors all of you guys out for decades that's our goal and we're going to make it happen come hell or high water um, i think we'll continue to sell nfts and we'll continue to have successful drops but that's kind of an update. I think that's a lot of alpha. And I think that, you know, it's underrated on medium. Like if another project did that, people would be losing their minds because it's so real. It's so tangible. It's it's really happening and it's really exciting. Um, but with that, I'm sure you all have a lot of questions. So let's start talking. Um, we'll start with Jim Chavez, um, but I'll be looking at general chat and AMA text if you guys want to drop some questions in there. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, how you guys doing? Man, how's it going? Pretty good. So I just want to say, um, like, like you guys agreed to Achilles hit the nail on the head. We just need like a nice, uh, you know, brief page and that'll, that'll help, you know, bring all the details to people that don't really know and, and don't really have the time to dig in, but congratulations on the launch and pretty much making a stable coin. Like this is really good project. Um, and you know, transparency is key, um, and and that's the most important part, um, I, I believe, in like a, the crypto um, environment right now. And um, you know, once we get those RWAs, um, you know, those real world assets, what you know, whatever it may be. I know you guys have you know mining. Yeah, just mentioned mining. That's a good you know idea. There's a there's a whole bunch out there, but once we start doing that, that's proof. You know that everyone that's in here you know, is actually committed to a real project that's, you know, pumping out something that they claim. Because a lot of these projects, you know, in crypto, everything's a claim until they, you know, actually get it done. So a lot of people want to think of like the, the node projects as something that's, you know, kind of new. And a lot of newcomers came into that, but, you know, it's been a kind of a long-term thing in the past several years. I've only invested in crypto the past year, but I've watched it, you know, pass me by you know, since Bitcoin released, you know, when I was younger. So um, I got lucky and got into DAG. And that's like, to me, like the biggest alpha node out there, kind of connecting real big enterprise and bringing on some crazy you have a DAG projects. node? Yeah, I have, I have a two. I'm working on and a third. And so wow. I got, huh? That's awesome. That's a goal of mine. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the big goal I've ever had. And so I'm, I'm trying to get a third one, but, um, you know, getting a state channel on there, you know, I'm investing in all the projects involved because, you know, they're, they're a really, you know, they're, they're transparent and they're, you know, hitting exactly what they're saying that they're going to do. And that's all any successful project can do, you know, or business. Right. So I, I found that transparency is key in, in a lot of the, you know, even like, you know, empl employers out there, you know, common nine to fives. I mean, if, if they're transparent with their funding and, and fair, just like, you know, Constellation Network is, and they're fair, and it's, you know, crazy, crazy uh, business. But, yeah, we should definitely maybe try to get a state channel because that network's going to just, you know, pump like that. I, I think, you know, if we set some cash on the side for, like, a state channel or two, um, or rather a DAG node or two, then that would be a, a good NFT project, you know, just in itself. It doesn't even, at these prices, it doesn't even take that much. Educate us a little bit. Um, I've I looked in the DAG like a year and a half ago, and I had it as like a blue chip. Um, 
that I made like a forex on and took my money out of. But what what's a state channel? Um, what's a node? When does mainnet come out? How much does a node cost? And should Dominium get a DAG node? All right. So um, currently they have mainnet 1.0 and there's like 112, you know, plus or minus one or two validator nodes that got in really early and then it dropped and they made their money back and you know now it's really good but um a state channel i i think you only need one node and it's two hundred fifty thousand dag um each dag is about 15 16 cents right now so it's close to forty thousand dollars okay yeah yeah so you know not too expensive you know not for the average you know investor but you know, with the amount of liquidity we have, we could probably get one. But so each each node is essentially a business, and so the the way that um, it's thought of is the the hypergraph, which is the network, a feeless network that you know each transaction is like a millionth or a billionth of a DAG in price, essentially makes it feeless. I think the math is if you know DAG would be a million dollars, a transaction would still be ten cents, and so. This is why there's so many, you know, federal and, you know, enterprise businesses either launching or joining onto the network because the amount of data throughput is, is ridiculous. Um, and the price is, is, you know, minute. Um, so it, so why, it's, why is a DAG node a good investment? Um, because you can, it connects every single token on the network. Um, through that DAG utility token. And so I can swap, you know, let's say Dom joins the network, right? You can literally swap it with any token um, that's in the ecosystem. And and I, I think that's pretty valuable. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that's something we should dive into. It's not out of our scope. Um, uh, we could have at least one DAG node in our, in our, treasury and then i think that's a, that's a long-term like blue chip investment um we do have some bitcoin and ethereum right now mostly in stable coins but having like a like something like dag that that's something that i think that is reasonable and it's i think it's silly to you know we want to get into real world investments as soon as possible um but it was looking like we were in a pretty fat bull a week ago i know big crypto's kind of like this but bitcoin bro broke that 45k resistance you know, oh, this is it. You know, we're going to get that blow off top and <laughs> the bears took control and they're giving us a run for our money. But um, yeah, like to be honest, I've been in quite a few bull markets and I think the last place you want your money is in real world assets if, if you're in a true bull market, right? So buying DAG at like, it's, it's, it's really low right now on its chart. It's a really good entry point and getting a full DAG node is, is something that I think is in line with our ethos. And in line with our goals of um, basically having assets that are going to last our community and and pay out a long time. I've heard a lot of people talk about DAG nodes and how you know you're going to be able to retire on one of them for you know, and it's going to be sustainable too. Yeah, and then um, get this, um, you know, they they're actually I think one of the I could be wrong, but one of the first crypto projects that they actually you know invested or bought out uh, a you know, a real business. And so that's pretty much like what we're trying to do, right? There's this pro, um, company called Door Technologies that they acquired last year worth like 15 million. It was a startup from an Apple engineer and he created this uh, thermal sensor that counts foot traffic. Um, and that, that before, you know, Constellation Network acquired it, you know, already had 2000 businesses in its belt for the past, you know, several, couple of years, I think five years, I think 2015 is when it um, was a startup still. And so they they have a product that they've been selling and businesses businesses have been able to calculate, you know, who comes in, whether they sell, they turn over, they, they re, you know, return something or they buy something and they can allocate their resources, their staffing adequately. So the fact that they purchased that business, you know, they, they, they did exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to buy a real world asset. They did that and they turned that device into their, a, a one of the first crypto validator um miners and so they're currently selling those retail at like 5500 and i mean it currently is making like like five to ten bucks a day i mean it, it makes like 80 dag which whatever price is i, I just say five because that's low ball in it 
but realistically, real, realistically, it's like 15 bucks a day. What, what is it? Right now it's, it's doing this? Yeah, yeah. What's um, the device? It's an, it's an NFT at the moment. Uh -huh. It's an NFT that they've been selling and it's literally a, a light node or a, it, it's going, it's like the NFT itself is the receipt and they will be, you know, giving, shipping out the actual devices, a, a, a door um, thermal sensor that is currently being used by companies for, to monitor like foot traffic to see how many people walk through a, um, a doorway. And so they're currently selling the NFTs as like proof of ownership. And then you re you receive the actual hardware. They say like Q4 this year. It could be January next year, but you get like. But they're already paying rewards. Yeah, you already. I'm like I've been making. On each one of them, like, so since it started, like an average seventy dag a day, and it's already been one month. So, that's a that's like a good, even earlier or, or like lower investment for something that's paying out equal like to what a soft node staked node is making. And what's um once these DAG nodes are out, what's one of those forty k DAG nodes supposed to ROI? Um, it's hard to say right now. It's supposed to be like a right now. Currently, it's just supposed to be it's ten percent because it's free one, but two, it's not really validating data. Um, but it is supposed to kind of so show a um like some some sort of simulation the best it can. But the fact that you can stake your node for specific businesses and earn that token um, makes it kind of hard to predict. But at the moment, it's 10% um, APR or APY. Okay. You know. Yeah. And yeah, so, fascinating. So we'll, we'll be di diving into all this stuff that you've given us. Templar and I just sent us um, some information about the, the thermal scanner you were talking about, too. Yeah. And so, like, the, those nodes themselves, like the, the miners, right, the door traffic miners, the NFT is what they currently are. Um, their ROI, the way I see it, like if DAG drops to like 10 cents or whatever, even stays what it is currently for the rest of the year, which, you know, I don't predict it's going to double, you know, triple depending on the market and how mainnet affects it. But the way I see it, if it earns $10 a day, which one kind of does right now, then, you know, it makes like four grand almost in that year. So after that, it's just going to be pumping, um, the return of, you know, but, you know, a lot more money. It's close to a it's close to a miner and it's a um, close to like a hundred percent APR. Um, how how are the NFTs providing the DAG? Is it a DAG service or are they just buying the DAG tokens um, and giving them NFT holders? So through the Lattice um, exchange platform, um, you just have to sign up. So the way soft node staking work, like literally DAG figured out feeless staking already. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like you just they just check your wallet. And then they verify you have a quantity or have, you know, something um, like, for example, for the DAG nodes, they verify you have 250,000 DAG and then you're getting free um, rewards. And so like they, they've figured out feeless staking already without even creating their main net. It's ridiculous because um, they're doing it for the Doty staking right now that just closed a couple, I think a day or two ago where you just have 500 Lattice tokens in your wallet. And you don't pay any Ethereum fees. It just verifies you have that quantity, and it's gonna send everyone free Doty, um, like an airdrop. And so that's how the the miners work, where you have it in your wallet. Like we, I paid for it, right? Um, and it was minted. It was an airdrop, straight into the wallet that I signed up for. And then I just go onto the Lattice Exchange platform and sign. And just literally, just like MetaMask, when you sign for an approval, but you don't pay anything, it's literally it does that. So it's literally checking whether you have it in your um, address. And then I'm literally getting free DAG in the wallet I choose. So it asks you what DAG wallet you want it to be sent to. And literally every single day, um, it's pumping out those uh, free DAG. That's awesome. Well, thanks for the insight, Jim. We'll have to um, <laughs> talk more as well. I'd love to dive into DAG. Um, but we'll let uh, T Templar Knight up. Um, thanks a lot again. No, thank you very much. Have a good one, guys. Great work on the project. Thanks so much. We'll see you. What's up, Templar Knight? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, I'll just hit on DAG real quick just because it was being talked about, but uh, it's really the already business relationships that they have that are you know valuable to take a look at, which is 
the DOD, the United States Air Force. So that's really where I see the value in it. But do you think Dominium you know, should have a DAG node? You know, here's my thing about nodes adding DAG nodes is like until DAG nodes become what everybody wants them to be, uh, we're just, pay, you know, you're just holding it, right? And so eventually, one day, if all these nodes that supposedly bought all these DAG nodes die, right? All these protocols die, somebody's still going to keep paying those, or somebody still has those DAG nodes in a wallet somewhere. So when DAG nodes finally become something, it's only the owners or the people who created those nodes initially that died who are going to reap the benefits. Does that make sense? So you maybe. Don't create a node anymore? No, you still can create a node, but I'm just saying. I'm not going to give any names, but let's just say some node protocol said, hey, we created five DAG nodes, but we've all seen how nodes have dropped tremendously, right? So at what point does that protocol die? Those DAG nodes that you created, they're not going to die too. Some wallet still holds them. So Oh, I get your point. It's kind yeah, of like those I mean, projects that said they're going to buy strong nodes and then rug, correct. but they still have the nodes. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, that, those projects that rug, they're still holding the strong. They're still making strong. So it's they're just stop paying out the rewards. So I, you know, if 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 Dominion can be what Dominion says it's going to be, I could see real value in it because it's a long term hold for a lot of people. As far as DAG goes, I mean, Amazon makes money not on delivering packages. Amazon makes money on storing data, right? And that's really the concept behind DAG as well. They want to store data for the two biggest users in the world, which is the Department of Defense, the United States Air Force, which they already have contracts with. So they have those contracts. That's, that's what they incredible. say. So I mean, you know, you think about that's really where the layer zero algorithm comes in, is that they're able to store that much data and transact. Uh, you know, right now Amazon's the only one and maybe iPhone and iCloud and all that stuff that holds data for everybody. So if you think of somebody like the United States Air Force who has more data than anybody in the world who wants to build on this platform, and anybody else who wants to build on this platform too is going to have to have a node, that's where the value in owning a node comes in. Because if a business comes in and says, I want to build on it, well, guess what? You're going to have to have a node to build on it as well. So if Dominion could be what it's going to be uh, and long-term sustainable, then I could really see people getting behind it because DAG is not a uh, quick pump, right? I mean, supposedly they're supposed to launch in quarter two this this year, their uh, main net, but you know how crypto goes, we'll see what happens. So. Yeah, so it's kind of just all comes down to um, kind of the core problem with Dominium, right? People want to know that, um, you know, that we're putting our money somewhere that's going to benefit you just as long as it benefits us. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like what I was saying is like all these other projects that were, I didn't really believe in that were node projects, buying a Dominion node, or excuse me, buying a DAG node right now generates 3000 DAG a month, which is a couple hundred, right? A couple hundred bucks. You can't pay rewards at a hundred dollars a token to those people just because you bought DAG nodes and you won't be able to sustain those rewards until DAG takes off into what people think it will be. So if the right. medium really is a long-term hold, like you say, 20 years, 10 years, maybe DAG might be an investment because people are realistic in their returns. Which kind of brings me to what I wanted to bring up was that, you know, maybe part of the reason why we're not getting enough people, new money involved is it's hard for people to invest in something that they don't know what they're investing into yet, right? I mean, we're all investing in the concept of the Minion and we're saying at the end of this month that these original NFTs are going to be gone. And then next month, we'll have a project. I think, you know, my expectations are kind of tapered until next month when we have a project that we're actually promoting something that we're buying. So. No, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, um, but I would I would counter that in Dominium's current state, it's it's currently better than most of the node projects that are that have ever come out no i, I you know 100 percent because of the sustainability factor but as far yeah, as just just the tokenomics money, the nfts yeah. and the app right it, it deserves a higher market cap than it is it's it's better technology like we saw the crappiest ugliest 
7,000% APR Ponzi's that bump to 100 million, right? So Dominium's, we started in this space to try to capitalize on that for funding. Um, so how long, excuse me, how long do you think that, because you guys said 2 million was your cap on the, the mining project that you're looking at, how long do you think it'll take us to hit that cap? I mean, is there like a time frame before you shut it down? Because I don't, I don't understand how we always talk about sustainability and bringing in people with real money that are expecting long-term rewards. If you say, what if somebody like from six months from now is like, oh, heck yeah, I want to get into mining, whatever we're mining. Do they have to buy and do they have to buy an open seas? Is that the only way they're going to get in? Or are we, are we going to open up another round if mining's very successful or, you know, your thoughts on that? Yeah, and then yeah. I'll leave you guys alone, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great, great question. Um, and where we're going from it is like we're gonna have, we're gonna take some of this money from our initial fundraising, and we're gonna buy some miners and start our facility, right? Um, and then it's kind of just like, yeah, if you want to put in a hundred dollars or a thousand or ten thousand dollars into that project, like we have the facility, we have the space. It's as, as simple as as making an order, knowing what you're ordering and shipping it and setting it up. Um, so I don't like a hard cap, that, that, that's something that's kind of on its head, right? Is a lot of people have this idea that I, it probably makes sense to be honest, where, hey, let's let's raise some money, let's raise $2 million and then let's go start a mining facility and let's have them be like directly tied and there'll be sustainable rewards because it's coming as soon as the mining comes. Um, but what's kind of nice about the node space and what I think gets a lot of people going is you get your APR immediately, which clearly like, no, we don't have an investment that's getting 300% APR right now. And we don't ever plan on keeping those as high as they are right now. Um, but it's, it's a, for, for me, nodes are a startup engagement. It's a way of incentivizing like incubator, like startup funding um, from early people that want to be involved and they can contribute their funds. And it, it puts pressure on the core team to, to come out and develop and to work hard because we know those funds are coming out and we know we have to keep building, we have to keep marketing. Um, and then those early investors are rewarded by getting their money back and then having long-term rewards. So I see nodes as kind of a, a, a fun way to raise money that is unique and pays out immediately. But also if you can have a business model where as soon as you buy our, our NFT miners, you're getting paid that 60% APR and you don't have to wait six months for us to tell you that, hey, we finally got it plugged in. Um, you're gonna be able to raise money more quickly and it's gonna look better for your um, investors if they can immediately start to see those rewards. When you stake in the school of thought, you start to see those rewards. That's why people love nodes. They're kind of addicting as you feel like you're building your passive income. So what we have to do is just be extra careful with it, right? Um, for example, with the miners, maybe we can get 80% APR but we're gonna say 70% APR, right? And we'll be candid and open with those numbers because we gotta pay for electricity and everything else, you know it, right? But we wanna have a little bit off the top that we can give to our um, those that have our philosopher NFTs, right? That's kind of like our governance, governance for Dominium. And they've that, we don't have any team allocation or um, team tokens or VC tokens or anything. So that's how I get paid, right? Is um, I have NFTs that I bought and that's how I want those rewards to keep up because or else I'm just out a lot of time and a lot of money. Um, but to answer your question, there might be better, like more technical ways to do it, but we're riding a fine line between doing what's trendy and what gets people talking about nodes in the market and then um, bringing kind of that Trojan horse in. Um, right now, what we're trying to do is um, focus on building and focus on rewarding our early our early investors, and then make sure that we're building something that lasts. Because we've seen a lot of people have done the same model, right? Like you look at Thor, you look at Fire, they're raising tons of money. But then if you look at their model, it was never ever going to last. Like their model was never going to be sustainable. So our well, what, maybe that's fundamentally, like the, no, I'm sorry, I was just say that maybe that's the idea of ride nodes right now while it's hot, and then teach people that they're NFTs because maybe nodes aren't really as sustainable as everybody thinks they are. Right. I mean, that's that's the truth. Very few are, at least in my mind. So no, you're 100 percent right. And that, that is our plan is you can already see on our new landing page. It doesn't talk much about nodes. It says, hey, what if there was an NFT that had the utility of passive income backed by real world assets? You know, you're buying NFTs that are backed by nothing. Like how cool would it be to have an NFT that's, you know, this NFT represents a miner or this NFT represents an Airbnb or this NFT represents a business. And um, 
it's kind of murky waters there, right? Um, but what's cool about it is it's really just as simple as us taking those the revenue generated and buying the dome token with it. As long as that revenue generated is going into buy pressure for dome, we're going to be able to maintain our rewards, right? Well, hopefully, you know, you can capitalize on like the the board ape yacht club, you know, NFT craze is kind of going around and it's becoming more mainstream and then people will realize that NFTs have value, not just nodes. So anyways, I appreciate your guys' time. So yeah, thanks for coming Thank up. You. We appreciate you. Yeah. What else we got, Pythagoras? We've got one other person that wanted to join up. We can throw him. I, I really appreciate that. I, I think that what he was saying, like, we recognize a lot of that. And I, I think that one of the biggest things that's going to help bridge that gap um, of bringing some of those newer investors in is really just education. So I'm, I'm glad that we've got our landing page where it is right now and that we're working on that because I think that it's really going to help um, for, the, for the issues that, that he was bringing up. Alfie, how's it going? Hey, it's going good. Um, yeah, well, I guess I had just a couple of questions and they're kind of coming from like an outsider's perspective. I've been sort of watching the project, but um, yeah, just wanted to sort of sit back and see how the launch went, but it's pretty clear that went really well. Um, sure. So yeah, uh, kind of like when I first learned about this project and stuff, there was a lot of talk about sort of real estate and farmland, um, kind of listening to the AMA today. It seems like uh, maybe not quite a pivot, but like there's a bit more focus on things like mining and businesses. Uh, so I just wanted to ask, is that like a move away from real estate or is real estate still going to play a part in the future? Um, yeah. It's funny you say that. I think I had this conversation with like, I don't know if it was Socrates or like someone on the team like yesterday. And um, the answer is that's our goal, but we have to be intelligent with our funding, right? The fact of the matter is, is a good Airbnb a really, really well-run Airbnb might have a 40% APR. And that's like the best of the best of your initial investment, including your debt. It's like, it's not where we want our rewards to be. We want our reward. We want to look at something that's going to give us 60 to 80%. So we have something to share with the community and, and we have a lot of, at least for the first year or two, right? And then we want kind of a long-term view, kind of like Olympus, right? Um, are you familiar with Olympus Dow, Alfie? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Olympus did this crazy APR, you know, 40,000% down to 8,000%. I think they're a lot lower now. And they're like, we're just going to go crazy, give everyone tokens. And then at the end of the day, we're going to suck them all back in. The price is going to drop. This is going just as planned. But now we're going to have a token that's backed by a treasury. And they've got a billion dollars of stable coins. And I, we kind of looked at that and we said a billion dollars of a half a billion dollars of stable coins. Like, well, that's not that cool. Like everyone's got stable coins. You literally made them. Like what would a half a billion dollars of property do? If, if we had a half billion dollars of property as a, as a DAO, where are we gonna be in 20 years? And it doesn't matter, it's gonna be up, right? With stable coins, you don't know. Like hopefully they do the right you know, farming pools. But if we had $500 million of, of property, it's gonna go somewhere. So what we're looking at now is to be shoot straight with you, Alfie, is we did exactly what we wanted to do. Our, we launched right where we wanted to. Our price is about at our launch price right now, which is really, really cool for what's, doing, what ha what's happening in the nodes. But what we did, um, I wouldn't say wrong, but what we didn't foresee was Equitas, which is our fair equity deal that basically limits the price. Because we didn't like on all these node projects, if you were an hour late or a week late, you'd pay 10 times the price for someone that bought the same node a week ago or an hour ago, or just the bot The bot was the only person that got the price at, at that price, right? So Equitas protected later investors like you. Like it, the NFTs literally couldn't be sold for more than a 30% markup from sale. But the problem with that is we're, you don't realize it, or I didn't, we didn't realize it, but when people are looking at micro caps, million dollar market cap tokens, they're asking themselves generally one question. They're generally degenerate and they say up, and can I get a 10X or 100X or 1000X, right? So when we said, hey, we're actually gonna try to keep our project, our price down so our, our, our rewards are sustainable and so people can get in late and we can build a solid foundation. We told 80% of the liquidity in the DGEN space our coin is not going to be your 10x or 100x coin. And a lot of people want that 10x this month or this week. Not a lot of people have a long vision. And so um, 
And so that's kind of something we've been surprised by. And it's not a pivot, but now we have to look like, let's say that, let's say that nodes are dead, Alfie, right? Let's say that we're entering a bear market right now. I can tell like 2017, I thought all these coins were going to the moon and like my portfolio, like I lost 90% of my portfolio because I diversified into shit coins and then held, which is a stupid thing to do. Um, but point being is we look at as a team, we say, okay, well, we, we have a half million dollars or we have $300,000. How can we bring to fruition Dominium's dream? And, and just getting one Airbnb that cash flows $3,000 a month is not that dream, right? Getting farmland that cash flows $3,000 a month, it's not going to help us build. So we're kind of looking at this first money that we have is, is an incubator fund, right? Like how, what can we do? Can we start a business? That's a real world thing where you own real property. Like we're looking at this thirst thing. It's kind of like a, it's a startup where they sell soda, but they're really profitable and they own their building and people come by and they sell them freaking soda water for 90% profit, right? Um, those businesses get an ROI in two years, right? So if we just took those profits and dumped them back in a dome, like we're going to be sustainable while we know that if we just went and did a farmland or Airbnb right now, it would not be sustainable for the rewards that we want to give the first year for our investors. So that's, that's one, what we look at farmland and all that, you know, we've got a cooler project <laughs> way cooler than I hate to say it, but like brewery, if you, they, I listened to their MA or I didn't BGOG did. And he said, like, their goal was, they said, hey, what are you going to do with your treasury? We're going to invest it in Anchor Protocol for a 20% APR. And people bought it. And they, they have, like, 20x our market cap. So, you know, we're like, oh, we're competing with guys like this. We should be at 100 million market cap, right? And I, I, I firmly believe that. And it's just a matter of the market figuring out what's going on and us getting our marketing underway. Um, but long story short, if we had raised 100 million, Hell yeah, 20 million goes to Airbnb, farmland. That's our goal. You know, we want to be protected. We want to have security. But if we have to hustle, we'll hustle. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. Uh, I appreciate well, what the would you do? Would you do the same thing or would you try to do an Airbnb or well, what's your solution to this problem? Uh, I'm not sure, um, but I will. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what I'd do. Um, but I, I like your answer and, you know, I understand what you're saying for sure. Yeah, man, dig into it um, and, and give us, give us your opinion. If you got it, yeah. my DMs are always open. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I had one more question um, and I, I imagine this one's been answered, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll ask it while I'm up here. Um, kind of looking, uh, I can tell the team um, seems really knowledgeable in terms of crypto and tokenomics um, and reading through the docs that was released recently was uh, reassuring on that kind of front. Um, but in terms of uh, investing and managing kind of real world assets, um, can you speak to kind of the experience the team has with that? So the simple solution is answer is we don't need them. Um, there are tons of products out there that do that, right? Um, Red Swan, um, Tangible, centrifuge these are all businesses on the blockchain whose goal is to tokenize real world assets commercial real estate residential real estate um, you name it they tokenize it they put the contract into an nft what dominium is if you want a simple answer is is a liquidity provider right we're going to raise the funds to buy up those assets that are real world assets and it's nice because they manage the properties and they just pay us out the dividends right or the cash flow the downside of that is they might take a little bit off the top, right? Like like uh, maybe 10% of the rewards we could get. But is that cheaper than us doing it all in-house? Probably. Um, but we also have a, a really, really huge community. Like we have got some big players that we could call up and bring up. Um, like BG, he's, he's here on this call. Like we're, um, he owns a business, right? A multi-million dollar business that um, is doing really, really well. And he's got real estate. He's got, we're actually looking at partnering with his friend that does commercial real estate. And so those, those connections are, are very much there. Do we have like a realtor on our team? No. Um, you know, I think that that's an, a good question because I'll tell you right now is I wouldn't want to give $300,000 just to anyone because I've had people come up to me and say, hey, just buy property right now. Like it's literally a top. Like I don't want to put all of our projects money into the top ever of the proper of the real estate market and buy some property that doesn't even cash flow a lot um 
so I wish that I could I could tell you that we're realtors and we flip properties all the time, um, but that's not really what Dominium's product is. That's not what we're bringing to the table. It's it's that off chain on chain relationship um, that that we we have the expertise in because we have been in crypto for for a long long time, um, but also because of each of our business relationships in the real world and where we live. There these are like hubs of crypto activity and 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 tech activity. And it, a lot of it isn't so much a realtor's game, it's a money game. If you have the money and if you have the expertise, there's a ton of people that want to allocate funds. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah, thank you. Appreciate you taking the time to answer my questions. Yeah, you got it, Alfie. Um, I would recommend hopping into Centrifuge. You'll look at what they're doing, like, and you'll see, oh yeah, it's just as simple as working with Centrifuge. Like we literally just buy it on the blockchain and we don't have to be, you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel if someone's already providing a really good product or landshare.io really cool products out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll take a look. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for hopping up. What else we've got? All right. We've got seven minutes. Seems like most of the bustle in, uh, General chat's kind of just tagging on to what, what some of these guys have been saying. So, um, Mulsiber, did you feel like your questions there and concerns have been answered? Do you want to hop up and, and have a quick chat about it? I don't know if Fiji Jack is still in here. I really was looking forward to hearing from him, but he's he's getting real tired, it seems. So, Um, Tempar night, we did not get Red Swan's issues figured out. Um, we'll give you guys some alpha while you're here. Um, so Pythagoras is there. We had an interview with the CEO of Red Swan. Um, what's his name? Ed. Yeah. And um, we're we're crypto guys. Like so, you could. I'll I'll give it a moment. We partnered with um, Stickman Saga. So they're ran by AJ Affleck, who's like. Got like 200,000 followers on Instagram. He's freaking big news and he's really, really cool. I would actually, this is a cool project you guys should look into. Stickman Saga. We could probably get everyone here whitelisted if we wanted to. Um, it's coming out like on the 24th. You mint your Stickman NFT. Now, everyone talks about this, but it's actually coming out like this month. Like I talked to him today. Um, like you can mint your Stickman NFT. It's a fun little game. And um, there's two games you put play to earn, right? Where you just kill people and earn money. And there's like play to win where you like give 10 sticks tokens and like you all freaking battle to the death and like the person who wins gets like, gets the whole bucket, you know? So really cool game. You, you get your unique NFT that's gonna be an in-game character and it's something you can play. And the whole game is really expensive and they spend a ton of time on it and it's designed so that you can't play to win. It's, it's really like, you can upgrade your, your, your gear with sticks tokens, um, but you have to be skilled and each NFT has a unique like play style. Um, but, Anyway, so with them today, I literally was on the phone and he was like, yeah, dude, let's partner. You tweet us out. We'll tweet you out. Like, that's how it is in Twitter, right? So that's what we did with this Red Swan guy. I was like, okay, so you're cool with us posting about you and putting you on our website. We're going to buy liquidity. We're going to use you for liquidity. We're going to buy your tokenized assets. And he has like no Twitter exposure because he's, he's just a real world guy. He's not a crypto guy, right? Anyways, we did it and we posted it. And the dude lawyer called him and was like freaking out and talking about SEC and they're going to file a cease, a cease and desist letter. And it was just a shit show. Um, like a week so and a we half talk... later, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he was, and he couldn't even say that, that he told us he gave us the okay because he had so much like, because the SEC is freaking out. They're thinking this is like a way for non-accredited investors to buy real world assets that are accredited investors only. Um, so that's what happened with Red Swan. I'm down to dive deep into it with any of you guys, if you want, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's kind of like the David versus Goliath thing. Like we're going to have pushback from regulatory, like the more real world they are, the more they're going to freak out about us doing something that's different, you know, and, and doing something that's unique. And he doesn't know that we've talked to, to an SEC lawyer about this stuff and that we've, we know our, our nomenclature and we know what, how everything's worded and, um, but he doesn't know that he's just scared because his lawyer's on his ass. But um, this this partnership's cooler, anyways, right? But we do have another like commercial real estate partner coming up that I'm excited to update you guys on. Um, but you really should um, look at that 
what was it? Stickman Saga. Really cool. And so Zach Affleck is AJ Affleck's brother. And that's who we're looking at partnering with this, this thirst restaurant and like doing something like an investment where we buy their furniture and their lounge or something like that. And then anyone that comes into their store, um, gets a free drink with one of our NFTs. And also anyone, anytime one of they sell, they sell one of their sodas, we get some of that revenue, right? So really cool investment opportunity there. They're kind of building that, that full proposal and we'll take it to the community and, and dive into depth on that. There's so much going on. We, we could talk to you about it all day. And uh, just piggyback a little bit off of the, uh, the Red Swan thing. Like we're still totally open to that revenue. I mean, to that, to that stream of revenue of investing with them. It, it wasn't like, they don't want anything to do with us. I mean, Ed even said that he's happy to do in a partnership and having a relationship like that. He just didn't want it to, to say official partnership on our documentation because then he's liable for litigation for SEC. So kind of just unfortunate, but. Any questions? <laughs> I'll, we'll answer them. We're an open book. We're, um, we're typing up a Medium article right now and it might be a bit too brash, but like elephant money just rugged and Atlas rugged. And we're just talking about the space and how it really hurts. You know, like we come here to make money and we come here because we th think there's a better way of doing it. And then you see rugs like that and it's just cannibalistic. It's off the whole space. It brings us all down um, because what it is, is those new investors are being used for exit liquidity, right? It's usually those new people that don't know how to do the research. They barely figured out Polygon and they're getting dumped all the way down to zero and uh it hurts and so we're really excited about our proof of trust protocol and working out the solution where because a lot of people call for hey these guys rugged like we need we need to get their license and their ids and and take up you know you know regulate you know we take it up with the regulators take it up with the authorities let's take them to court and what Dominium's working on is a self-regulatory ecosystem called proof of trust where we basically need to be able to punish good and bad actors within our ecosystem right because Bitcoin and money and, and blockchain and smart contracts, it was a way to opt out into like a global society of um, agreement on what money is and what a contract is. And so we, we think it's counterintuitive if, um, you know, we're opting out of a system that's not, that's, <laughs> I wrote today that we're, we're kind of the nodes of, of the system, right? We pay our mortgage, we have our medical debt, we have our student debt, we have, and every day we go to work from nine to five and we're the endless, lifetime rewards for the elite federation or whoever controls the banks, right? They're just making money off of all the people in the world and we're their nodes. Um, and so we opted out of that to because we don't want to be that anymore, right? We want to create value for ourselves and we want an ecosystem that rewards, um, you know, ingenuity and hard work without 60% of that being taken by whatever it is, whether it's, it's taxes or debt. Um, and so what can we do with that proof of trust protocol? You guys are gonna see that moving forward and it's it's really, really exciting. That's what I'm most excited about with Dominium is that proof of trust concept um, and, and how can we do real world and on world and cross chain and global transactions um, without relying, there's no like global entity. You know, if we go and buy some land in the Netherlands, it's not like there's, you know, the new world order, one world government, you can go and file a court order with, you can't, right? You have to make those transactions in a way that you trust each other, right? And so that's that's a really exciting technology that, that Dominion is working at. And that's what's going to be the thing that we really bring to the table that, that changes the whole game. All right, guys. Um, well, thanks for being on tonight. Uh, I know we probably created some more questions in your mind and <laughs> um, we are happy to chat. Like, let's dive into it. We're doing big things um, and we're so excited about what's going on. We've had Ants Crypto here helping us really hone in our message. Um, I know that I've got big ideas and all of our messaging can be kind of like this huge message. It's almost too much to take in, right? And we get that feedback all the time. So this new landing page, our new marketing focus is just going to focus on the on one thing and that is you want passive income but you don't want all the hassles associated with it right right whether it's the research or the debt or the credit check it's like if, if there's an organization that could do it whether it's in crypto world or in the real world how can we get the most passive income right and what can we do to pull our funds to gain even more of that 
That's what we're working on. All you're going to have to do is buy an NFT and stake it, and you're going to get passive income. And you're going to know that we're going hard to work for you and that we've got um, not only drive and passion, but an expert team that's ready to do that for you. And that's going to be our, our core product and we're, our whole new landing page is going to be a lot more educational around that. But my DMs are open. Um, let's chat again soon. And uh, thanks a lot, for everyone, for being here. We really do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Good seeing you all again. We'll go ahead and close the stage out now. Have a good evening.